What what are we complaining about? Oh, um, general things. Right now, I'm having to to talk to my girlfriend about how she likes how she loves Sheldon Cooper and The Big Bang Theory. Oh, so. yeah. So, so I'm gonna be single soon. So it's over. Is what you're saying? Pretty much. Pretty much. Like usually, like if we get in an argument, I just kind of laugh it off and then move along. Yeah. Um, this one, uh, I refuse to back down. Yeah. No, because you're completely, you're objectively right. Don't worry. I'll edit this part out of the podcast. Just in case. No, no, leave, leave it in. Just, just in Follow case she hears sins. I know she hears it. Does she watch whatever the spinoff is, Little Sheldon or whatever? Oh, no. Yeah, that's actually how she got turned on to oh, no. Bang Bang. No! Yeah, I know. Okay, it, no, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Just bear with me here. I'm, I'm going so like to sound like an apologist how David re- retorts this. Just, just bear with me here. I haven't seen that show at all. So I can't <laughs> definitively say it's worse than The Big Bang Theory. Okay. That's definitively te- being the keyword. Te- technically true. I can't. I mean, I, I'm gonna I, go ahead. Just and like just it's technically true. I'm gonna go ahead. He's and using that it. same reasoning, but at the same time, um, I can uh, objectively guess that uh, hitting my dick with a hammer is not gonna feel very good. I don't really have to try it out to prove it. I don't know, man. You ever watch Pain Olympics? Uh, Wait, what? That's a thing. Yes, oh, Kira. Kira. Oh, Kira. Don't Google it. Don't Google that. No, Google no, it. Google it. Google I'm it. not Googling Google this. No, there's no fucking way I'm watching this shit. Oh, it's, it's, the, right. it's the most absurd thing I've ever seen. I feel, it's right I feel up like... there with like one guy, one jar, and two girls, one cup, and all those fun things. No, it's not up oh, there with yeah, two girls, no. one cup. It's not. <laughs> David's like, I hold that on a pedestal. How dare you belittle my what pain, I love? Pain Olympics is in a league of its own. I haven't seen one guy, one jar. Do not send it to me. But Pain Olympics is in a league of its own. Okay. Yeah. Is there anything? I, w- I, would, done... I wouldn't send it to you guys because is, is there anything uh... done like involving nipples? There are things like done clamps? that you cannot go back from. Okay. Okay, then you know what? I'm just gonna skip it. I feel I feel like this is not going to add value. No, but if you do, not spark joy. If if at some point you change your mind, uh, please film your reactions uh, directly. (laughs) There's there would be nothing better than a 2019 Pain Olympics reaction video. Yeah. (laughs) Preview review the Pain Olympics. We wouldn't wouldn't make fun. We wouldn't even make fun of you. We would just exactly. We'd just be like. Yeah, that's that's exactly. Right. We would honestly just forward you like crisis center hotline. <laughs> Excellent, that's great. Oof. All right. Sorry well. that, that 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 aggressive typing is me. No, I know. defending against uh, Big Bang Theory. Against it, right? Not for it. Yeah, yeah, it's. Okay. Me vehemently standing behind. I don't even care. That show is the worst. It's just like, that's not. See, see, there are so many people who are like, well, you know, to each their own. No. Like, that show honestly has. It has not made being nerdy mainstream. If anything, it has created more of a pop culture stream against 
it's wittiness and quirkiness. Not only that, it's it's actually ruined. It's ruined geek culture because it makes it seem like it's just this trendy fad thing that you can just hop in and out of. And it's like, no, the like the people who are really into this stuff, like actually take like like a a Trekkie guy and a Star Wars fan, like are actually if 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 they feel um adamantly that one is better than the other like they don't just feel it and be like oh haha this is so funny like no they have they have novel reasons of why one is better than the other and why one is is a bastardization of sci-fi genre it downplays it downplays people's passion that's your point yes that's exactly what i'm getting at it's Mm -hmm. it downplays people's passion and it also like it's how i feel about ross and friends is that like Ross was honestly the most eligible person on that entire show, but all of his friends made fun of him because he was a paleontologist or whatever. And as a result, like that created this yeah. Ross culture where it's like you can't be too cool or, or you can't be too nerdy, otherwise you're shut down. Whereas like with Big Bang Theory, it's like even then to each other extent, like there's such an exaggerated stereotype. Oh yeah. It's just annoying. Like it's not a show like about nerds by nerds because yeah, that, 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 that's it crowd that's it crowd like it crowd yeah which is really that good. It, yeah that that's it's nerds crowd, by nerds and it's uh there's also a show but, that used to come on after um like after the walking dead i forget what it was called um but it was basically no no after that one though um <laughs> yeah. it was yeah, basically just these guys about. like like talking about talking about um you know With, things um, like Kevin, the walking dead and stuff like that in uh in they're like in a comic book store yeah. and stuff yeah comic book nerds yeah. or whatever With, yeah um, i can't remember I, that might have been the name of it i, I can't remember i saw it like once it's, or twice. It's something very much like that yeah um no yeah. but like big bang theory is like by it's not like haha nerds it's haha nerds it's like directly la- insulting these people yeah and making it trying to make it into like we're we're playing with them. It's like no, you're not laughing with them. You're laughing at them. You're insulting their yeah. who they are, and pretending like it's okay because you put a laugh track every five seconds. Yeah, that's why like I haven't actually watched Fresh Off the Boat or Blackish because I feel like as good as those shows are for like bringing like really great lead black and Asian actors and actresses into the like um, the primetime media fold. At the same time, like it, it, it's it's hard for me to watch that and not have the thought in the back of my head of like, oh, the producers are just doing this because they want to capture a new audience. Yeah, I feel I feel like a lot of it, the like the writing in those particular ones, from what I've garnered, I haven't watched either of them, so I can't definitively say. But I feel like the writing in those particular ones are actually like from that culture. Like yeah, there was the one. I know there was like one super, super powerful episode of Blackish that I did watch that I was just like bawling my eyes out because it was so good and it was so mm-hmm. well done. Mm-hmm. Um, from from what I've gathered, that particular power. show is not afraid to. Uh, Except yeah. they did from. get their Colin Kaepernick episode pulled. Yeah, that, but that wasn't. It wasn't. That was from the network. It, it was, it was yeah. network based, but yeah, that was yeah. where I was. It's like, not something. Uh, if they would have like. It was such a missed opportunity because if they would have just said, like, if they would have even put it out, you know, even as a stunt saying, yeah, we pulled that episode and then 
said, oh, okay, people spoke out and we're going to actually air the episode, like I would have watched the episode and I've never seen an episode of that show. Yeah. Well, and I think you're saying like something too, whereas there's a difference between like they're walking a really fine line and I totally get it. But at the same time, like there, there, there is that frame of, you know, it's taken them this long to have a show about like what normal life is like day to day as an African-American in America. Like most of the people who have been watching that show are like, yeah, no shit. Like, this is very normal, whereas, like, a lot of the people who are not exposed to this on a daily basis are like, oh, wow, it must, it's so great. Like, I never knew, like, yes, it has its pros and cons either way. Correct but, me if I'm wrong, but it's about day-to-day life for an affluent African-American family. I don't know. I mean, I yeah. Think I think they're middle class. Middle, yeah. middle class, okay. yeah. Which, upper, upper we can class. talk about the erosion of the middle class in America, but, you know, there go. that's yeah. a different podcast. This is an okay. AAF podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just to just to wrap it up, I can't speak to fresh off the boat at all um, uh, in terms of uh, whether or not any of their content would have been offensive for anybody who actually had the um, Asian American experience. And but I did watch <laughs> Asian American experience. This sounds like a really bad like Vegas show. Well, I had to go vague with it because I it can't is. actually remember what kind of Asian they were. Um, yeah. But I, I watched probably. A half dozen episodes of that show. Thought it was really funny. A lot of it with rural kids centers around hip hop culture, and that was that was the particular oh, yeah, aspect cool. that I that's that legit. I liked a lot. That's legit. Yeah, that's like how I love. Like I haven't seen Crazy Rich Asians, but I read the book, um, and I love like the reaction to it. like people were people were very emotionally like strongly tied to that movie, which is really good. I I wish it hadn't taken. It's just it's twenty years overdue. And anyway, I will get off of my soapbox. Hey, I mean, now that we uh, now that we got through our uh, what's this twelve minutes of uh, I don't even know what you want to call that discussion. <clears throat> Let's. Well, no, 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 I'm not done yet because I need to talk about something very important. Uh, oh, okay. Regard regarding these particular types of shows, uh, it is the year 2019, but let's even roll it back to 2010, okay. 20, 2008. If your show has a fucking laugh track in it and it's not 1994 i fucking hate you to your core you are wrong and that is horrible i feel like the only shows that got it's away offensive. with the laugh track were probably like home improvement what about that 70s show For, but like so it's like a product of the time like earlier stuff that was just the way it was it was an experiment that should have died because it, it, it's really it, offensive to the because to the viewer because it's basically what they're saying is you don't know when to laugh you don't know what's funny we need to tell you what's funny and you need to laugh when we tell you to laugh it's so offensive to to the viewing audience and so like i can let it go with shows like friends uh with that 70s show anything in that of that era because that is a product of the time Right. If the first but, episode of your show started at a time when a four-three aspect ratio was still the thing, <laughs> then you're yeah. good. Yeah, I like that. I, That's I, I, actually I, I, a really good thing. Oh yeah, I'd say that at the time no one should have done it, but it was very much like the but you standard get a pass at that point. Yeah, but like Big Bang Theory, you have no excuse. What the yeah. fuck? No. Bing Bang Theory also is just like I. It's been so. It's not like it's ma- like monumentally successful, 
Like I don't, I've never seen oh, anybody no, it who's it's like. It's one of the most successful shows on TV, actually. But like quietly, that's just how. That's just how right? It's not, not like that's the just wire. how far like the series TV has fallen. That's true because yeah. like it's not like the wire where you're like, oh my god, this is the best thing, and I will watch this. Tell everybody how much I love the wire. Exactly. People are like, oh yeah, Big Bang Theory. Like I watch it because they air it twenty times a day. Like that's why the ratings are so good, and that's how they justified having it on for four thousand seasons. I just remember well, it was part a, of the joke. It's also a generation that we're not a part of that really yeah. likes it. The generation above us uh, tends to think it's hilarious because they grew up laughing at nerds, and then they go, "Oh look, here's a show where I can laugh at nerds and mo- and millennials in particular." So it hits their laughing point perfectly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Damn. my my old roommate Greg is sixty some years old now. He's like sixty. Uh, and, and he watched it and, and was laughing out loud and I, I just had to leave yeah. yeah so going back to David's theory that all old people should just die I don't Not recall them actually saying that but, you know. I recall that You know, you gotta ignite the night and let it shine. Just yeah. open something. Just own not. the night, like the Fourth of July. Oh, there it is. Okay. Oh I yeah. Oh, trust me. This is this is one of my spoken word go-tos. I will not yeah, be part you, of this. You're a white girl. Yeah. David, you're also a white girl. Let's be real. I will not be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're pretty much. I mean, we're all we all have a little bit of white girl in us. Some more so than others. I am 100% white boy. <laughs> I, I I would not agree with that. Please don't bring up the fact that I was texting you that I was crying about Parks and Rec earlier. <laughs> Listen, I didn't bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> you did this to yourself. <laughs> I hope you enjoy throwing yourself under the bus. Hey, I was great news. Jay just made the intro. <laughs> i'll own it okay parks and rec is a beautiful emotional experience and everyone should be moved to tears by leslie nope i do frequently i have my own my my life is starting to mirror parks and rec apparently so yeah i think i've only seen one complete episode of that show you should watch some more of them because it's very good. The first season it is. isn't 
uh, isn't the greatest. Like, it's not bad. But it's but... only six episodes, and it sets yeah. the foundation for a lot of, like, the rest of the show. Yeah. Might, but the first season is very, very carried by... Yeah. The first season is very carried by Aziz Ansari. Um, like, he's the only thing that makes it worth watching, really. And then, as time goes on, they build up everybody and make them into so much more... So much better characters. And by the end... Aziz is just another one of the people. The but people. the first season is just like, he's the only reason worth watching it, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I would I would agree. I mean, I think even like Ron's character in the first six episodes, which is the first season, is just like not alluring. Like even the very the no. very first episode, he's like the worst part <laughs> about that whole show. And then oh, yeah. he kind of grows on you after, like, he has his nice moments in the second season. Chris Pratt starts off as the antagonist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's amazing. Like he, yeah, he's the douche that you don't, you're not supposed to like. Yeah. Like, the lazy loser. And then, you know, he turns into Chris Pratt. Yeah. And the whole world falls in love with him. Yeah. And then he joins a church that hates gay people. So it's 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 a weird... Process. Well, he's engaged to Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. He lost me at joins a church. Yeah, whatever happened to him and uh, the chick from Scary Movie? Uh, they divorced a while ago. Uh, I don't care. Everybody was very torn up about it. You're the one Why? who asked, bro. I don't know. By everybody, no, I, I mean... I'm like just saying, like, in general, I don't pay attention. Yeah, yeah people <laughs> really took sides. In Anna Paris and Chris Pratt, and well, I don't, I don't understand. People on Twitter, that's all they do is they just like pick a side of something and then get passionate about it. So, some background for our avid listening audience today: Jay went on a rant, uh, a very lovely, altruistic, kind rant, oh, um, complaining about how people just like to fight on Twitter and how he wished that we could all just have constructive meaningful deep conversations and then he took two steps back and realized the world that we live in and immediately fell back into depression yeah i mean i just live in a state of bipolar depression it's really fun half the time half the time mm-hmm. yeah speaking of depression no. <clears throat> sports are happening um <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's talk about what we all care about which is the aaf the AAF. So the Alliance inaug- of American <clears throat> Football. First of all. Their inaugural weekend. Yeah, we need to start with that Mike Brickovici hit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was brutal. That was brutal. For people who didn't see it, you should probably go look up. Uh, just just Google Mike Brickovici dies and you'll probably see it. Um, Mike Brickovici. Yeah. His helmet flies like halfway across the field his helmet I, flies I'm, and then he hits the ground and then his head racks against the ground like yeah i'm fairly sure his helmet went further than any of his passes that night oh <laughs> oh yeah he did no, not play well i think that's well. an actual statistical like, yeah yeah he did not play well he did not play well no got benched in the but, fourth quarter for uh some other guy who also didn't do very well um yeah yeah, it when, looks uh, like I might the, finally the hot be shots let him go. losing team. Yeah. Well, I mean, your team didn't make the playoffs in football. I hate you. Like normal, like the NFL. I mean, well, you, set it, you set it up there. Like, you, you put yourself on a podium yeah. of my teams are great. Yeah, I just, I just mean, 
Okay, the football team I support <laughs> tied for most NFL championships. Uh, sorry, most Super Bowls. Um, I, I, hate, I actually hate that it's a tie, just so we're clear. Why? I want you guys to have the outright record. Yeah, fuck right the now. Pats. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, the soccer team that I support, Manchester United, most Premier League titles. Um, the American soccer team, the Sounders, have been quite successful as a, as a professional team. The Blazers, man, yeah. they haven't been shut out. Um, and I feel like uh, these things would be more impressive if it was like you had lived in these places and then you just happened to root for them because you lived there. But you picked these teams. Yeah. But I didn't pick them because they were winners. I mean, you didn't pick them because they were losers. Why? When I picked the Steelers, they were. When I started rooting for they the were, Steelers, it was it was pretty big still, Ben era. Oh boy! It was, it was, they still had the most t- Super Bowl titles and yeah, but eight year old me didn't know that. <laughs> okay. I feel like children are much better at picking up on that than you would think. Maybe, like, but the reason that I started, I'm mostly just making fun of David. I, I know, I agree. Yes. but in reality, the reason I started rooting yeah. for the Steelers was I liked the colors of their uniforms, so I played them on uh, NFL Game Day on PlayStation One. And then I loved the fact that they had uh, they had a guy named Plaxico, like I just thought that that was hilarious. And so then I was I watched started watching their games, and then my dad would kind of, you know, leveraged on top of it, like, hey, you see Big Ben through another touchdown, oh, you see that, and, and then all of a sudden they're in a Super Bowl. And and I watched David them win a Super like, Bowl. Yeah, Dad. And I'm just like, so we're clear, I'm, I'm there's there's not a more white girl thing than like I like them because of their uniforms, and that guy has a funny name. Again, I was like eight. I mean, my I didn't even know what offsides was. You my were definitely a white girl her, when you were eight then. That's her fantasy <laughs> football team one year because she picked the team that she liked based off if they went to Alabama or if they had names that she liked. And she won. <laughs> um, my dad is like an avid basketball fan. Like he grew up playing basketball. He played at Wazoo. Like he is Mr. Basketball. And uh, a couple of years ago, a couple of years ago, his girlfriend uh, be- beat him in March Madness brackets, like in stride, exclusively because she picked teams that she's like, I like that team's mascot better. She picked like Notre Dame because she liked Notre Dame, and they went to like the Final Four. She's just like, oh yeah, I my family likes Notre Dame. It was such a pain in the ass. She would have had UMBC beating Virginia. Yeah, just because they're of the, the golden retrievers. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, but uh, how many of the AAF games did did y'all watch? I, I only watched the Fleet game, and it was disappointing. But in One general, half. I'm 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 here for it. Like like I, it looks like well, it looks like I could support play, the league. You play Atlanta next week, and you already scored as many points. In your game against San Antonio, as Atlanta did against their game against Orlando, which was yeah. six. Okay. So, so you know what's, you know what's crazy about that? Six to you know, six. Do you know who Atlanta? Do you know who Atlanta's offensive coordinator is? Not anymore. No. I know. I know. Oh, did they get rid of him? No, he quit the day before. Oh, Aww. yeah, they got poor Michael Vick. Yep. <clears throat> That's sad. Yep. I, I think uh, the the issue with um, the offenses right now, which is very apparent, is. They just aren't coordinated enough yet. So you have to, you're relying extremely on a quarterback. Cause like none of the teams had more than a month to practice before they just threw them out there. Yep. So nobody has a run game because nobody has the coordination to have a good run game. Whoa, like, whoa, whoa, from whoa, what, whoa. From what I saw. 
Trent Richardson got about what his NFL yards per carry were. I call that a run game. Yeah. People mm-hmm. are like, oh, Trent Richardson's back. And he averaged like 2.4 yards per carry. Yeah. <laughs> but again, like I don't blame any of the running backs for this. Um, I don't really blame anybody for this. I just I don't think the coordination is there yet. The line hasn't figured things out. You know, it's like it's like whenever you see a team and you're like, yeah, they have a young line, so they just don't have it figured out. Everybody has a young line now because nobody's been able to play with each other for more than 30 days. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. So it makes it hard to get a run game, and it makes it very easy for defensive lines to just be like, all right, let's just go full speed. All right. So yep. Then, so there, so then you're, that's what happens. Because yeah. so, you look at teams that have good quarterbacks going right now, and they're putting up you know, 30, 40 points. Trevor Knight put up 36 points for the hot shots. I mean, the hot shots put up 36 points overall, but still, Trevor Knight was at the helm. Yeah, I didn't see that one because uh, I decided to save money a while back and got rid of our extended TV deal. And I'm mm. now rethinking that plan because most of the games are going to be on that extended TV deal. Because uh, it's on the, it's on the uh, NFL Network. NFL Network and CBS Sports. And both of those mm-hmm. are the next tier up from what I moved us to. Uh, oh man, it's, it's fine. I'm just oh, gonna man. save. I'm gonna save like ten dollars less every month. No big deal. Again, <clears throat> but that's fine. <laughs> uh, so this is either gonna make you laugh or cringe, um, and it really just depends on how you absorb this information. <clears throat> Michael Vick, in departing as the uh, offensive coordinator, headline. Jeff Fisher, colon, the, the symbol, not the word. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Michael Vick to join Heinz Ward in AAF player development role. Oh, my Lanta. That's cool. Um, which is particularly funny because they both serve under Troy Palomalu now. I didn't know that. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. What exactly does player development do? You know, develops players. But like, is it like developing them as people or is it developing them as professionals? Is it developing their skills? Because isn't that the role of the team, not some overarching two people that kind of have allegiances to every single team in the league, even though Michael Vick just played for, or, or, uh, planned to be a member of one specific team player development is the journey an athlete takes with their coach towards improving performance that's very vague i think i get I think what that's getting at, but that's very vague well i think, I think it makes point. sense like from a team aspect like if, if you ask me like oh what is the hot shots player development gag you know for and be like oh probably focuses on development and all, but from a league level? I don't know. That's weird. Player development sounds like kind of a, a title that they give for former players to come back and get jobs as not players. Yeah, well, and probably to, if they want to dress them up pretty and put them into the NFL. Because like, if, you, if you look through the AAF's website, they basically like advertise it as 
yeah, we're uh, if if they want to go to the NFL, they should do that. You know, like yeah, they keep talking much, about it. Like oh, yeah. we've been talking about for how long it, it's important to establish a, a development league for the NFL. That's basically what they're trying to do here. Yeah. Player Engagement yeah. Board of Advisors, Jared Allen and Justin Tuck. Oh, I remember this being a thing. Mike Just Pereira, to... Dean Blandino, both involved. Mike Dean Pereira, Blandino. yeah, what's his name? Um... I did love, sorry, just kind of in general, some AAF stuff. I love that uh, when they were doing the booth review, they actually like showed the ref that was doing the booth review and let you listen in and hear what he was saying and like what he was thinking while they were doing it. So that yeah. it wasn't just sitting there listening to a commentator like, I don't know if it's touchdown. You know, like you could actually hear the thought process like, okay, yep. It looks like his foot doesn't come in. And like you could hear him like actually, instead of having Troy Buck just, I don't know if his foot is down before the ball comes out. And you're like, thanks. That's exactly what I was thinking, except I can't rewind it as easily as you can. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that was really cool. That was the part that also, in addition to Burko getting his shit rocked, got mm-hmm. the most attention i think in their first week um yeah so i mean those are those are really cool thing like i do think that they're doing a lot for the game like i'm not gonna <laughs> lie i i'm kind yeah. of upset that such a violent play was the main highlight from the first week but that's just because yeah. of my personal biases and beliefs in thinking no, I agree. that that, sh- that shouldn't be the marketed product yeah but at the same time like you know, there's there's a certain segment of NFL yeah. viewers who are pissed off about the game getting too safe, and so they see Fuck the game that well, no, exactly. <laughs> so that's going to be the AAF's primary audience, which sucks. Yeah, but also I'm like here us. to watch some football. The thing that they should have been overplaying is the and and I didn't really watch the I don't think I watched TV really to see what the coverage was. Um, but the thing that like should have been all over the place is the first touchdown in the AAF. Like they should have made they should have made a big oh, yeah. deal about that too. Like <clears throat> hyped up like this is the inaugural like like we're off like you know be a part yeah. of the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we could all get excited about the first pick of the AAF that was thrown by Mike Bercovici. I, I God hey. damn it! God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> This is cool. I now have somebody to insult that offends both of you for different reasons. I'm really excited about that. Good. I'm glad. (laughs) Um, Um, I I do want to talk about something else involving the AAF because I think it's hilarious and also awesome at the same time. First of all, when the app is working, because it's not (laughs) been so well so far, but it has had its moments from what I've seen. Uh, you can go on and you can actually watch like little live digital dots, basically, of the play like as it's going. Uh, I guess they track every single player on the field because like even when they went to a timeout, you could see like the whole bench basically like coming off onto the field and like <coughs> doing their timeout stuff, which is really cool because if you can't watch the game, you can really watch it still on your phone with live digital readouts, which I think is great. Um, they also offer this like whole leveling up experience thing where you can 
uh, guess if the next play is going to be a pass or a run on the app. Ooh. Um, and then if you get it right, you get experience, and then it like levels you up. That hasn't worked yet from my oh. experience. Oh. I know. The buttons are there, but they didn't work. So I don't know. I, I think they're supposed to do more than they did. Whatever. It sounds like a cool idea. I don't know if it's going to work, but if it does, great. But the yeah, thing I found funny... It. Yeah. I think they should have come to market with a working product, but Definitely. Whatever. Definitely. They rushed. They but had I'm, to rush. But I'm whatever. glad that, I'm glad that they're at least trying like interesting stuff yeah. like that instead of just going, I, yep, we're the minor leagues. I agree. But it was weird because they also like advertised it a lot during the games, but then you go on and it's like, oh, this doesn't actually work. Yeah, maybe if um, it didn't ship, don't advertise it. Yeah. But my favorite part about the whole experience is uh, if you go onto the App Store and you look at the reviews for it, uh, there's a whole bunch of reviews in there saying, I love this app. I love following the games on this app. It's really fun. I love looking at the games while, I, while I'm – or looking at the, my phone while I'm getting like all these great reviews where they're talking about it, interacting with it. All of them were written on the Thursday before the first game. Every single one of them. Like I was, I was going through, they had like hundreds of reviews, all of them on Thursday before the first game, where like you literally couldn't have used it yet. Which is why you should never trust anything on the App Store, by the way. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Pad, pad the, pad the reviews. I want to know who, who made that executive decision of, yeah, you know, just, just, just go with it. Just go ahead and publish something. I mean. It'll work. It'll be fine. Make sure we get up the chats. The advertising firm was, or the advertising department, marketing team, whatever you want to call them, were definitely ahead of the software development team. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) And as a software developer, I totally understand that. I have my boss promise things all the time that there's no way we're going to get it done in time, and I'm up till 11 at night trying to get it done. What was the what was the thing that I sent today? Swiggity swooty, coming for that booty. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> isn't that a great isn't that a great one? Sorry, <laughs> I was just scrolling up and I saw that. Makes me happy. Penguin. Um, but yeah, so so I'm pretty happy with the first week. I don't know about you guys. Other other than yeah. the Burko hit being the highlight, that people are now yeah. going to definitively assign. Or a, uh, not a sign. Um, yeah, because like even when the game was live, like I was trying to go on Twitter and find you know Berkovici's interception. Like I wanted to rewatch that, and I could not find it because all that anyone was like was like, "Hey, here's here he is dying." It's like, okay, I got it. He got hit. Can I look at other parts of the place? Yeah. Well, luckily but, we have ten more weeks and then the postseason. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm really tired of this football already. <laughs> Uh, also, I, I, I kind of wish they would have given us like a month, honestly, to like rest, to digest the NFL season, how shitty yeah. it was, and let me build up. Yeah, build up a, a yen, build up a longing for. They, they are going to be exactly. in a weird time where like their their playoffs are like during the end of basketball slash beginning of March Madness, like. No, but like the the final four itself actually is. Final four I think is you're right. six and eighth. No, yeah. but I mean it will, so it will be combating with March Madness during the regular season. And the then season. when yeah. is the NBA finals? 
May. When are the NBA finals? May. Yeah, that's right. Just think again, like I never go by what month it is on the calendar. I always just go by, oh, it's NBA final season. So that means like <laughs> kids are graduating right around the corner and I should probably look at tickets to go home for my birthday in a couple of months. It's a nice marker for you. Yeah. yeah. See, so oh, the yeah. Super Bowl. It's practically a month into the new year. I should probably get on actual resolutions. So and stop being a shitty human being. Selection Sunday is March seventeenth. Okay. AAF has week six that week. So then they have six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, six, seven, eight, nine. Four of their ten weeks are in the middle of March Madness. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Where is Granted, this March Madness happens like all week long. You're only gonna miss one game. Hopefully, a Duke game. <laughs> Dude, I bet, Duke. I mean, we will. Like, those I, I, I probably would, but I'll bet you a lot of people won't. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's kind of at this point yeah. how I, I feel as like an NBA fan. I'm like, I just try and grab like the most random jerseys I can. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't pick a team anymore. So I just tend to pick yeah. like players. I like. I got. I got a Manu Ginobili jersey. I got of an course. Orlando Mad. I got an Orlando Magic Shaq jersey, which is by oh. far my favorite. Oh, oh yeah. yes. You got to get the Vince yeah. Carter Atlanta Hawks jersey. Ooh, oh, that's a good that's one. That's a good one. It's where he is right now. I just looked it up. I'm like, where is he playing right now? The fucking Hawks. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. He's still fucking there. I kind I kind of want to get like an Still. old school Iverson though. I think that's next. He's played for yeah. Also downtown Freddie Brown. But I mean that's a classic. Yeah. Um, fun fact. Vince Carter has played for uh, eight teams. I I was born in 1994 when uh, Michael Jordan was at his peak, mm. and my parents named me Jordan Michael. And my dad, as I've said earlier today, huge basketball fan. So when I brought this up to him, I said, you know, why the hell did you do that? You know that Michael Jordan was going to be the greatest and all this, and you still named me Jordan Michael. And he said, I didn't do that because I was thinking about the basketball player. If I would have named you after my favorite basketball player, your name would have been Brown Fred. And I was like, absolutely, you should have called me that. Are you kidding me? I would love to be Brown Fred. <laughs> Call me Brown Fred. Hell yeah, I'm Brown Fred. That's so much better. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you, your dad definitely took the wrong turn there. Come on, Roland. I, I agree. And then, by random happenstance, at one point, Brown Fred was my godfather, which is cool, but whatever. There you go. I know. It all comes full circle. Exactly. That would be I, – I, I would respect a downtown Freddie Brown jersey. I'm trying to think what, what other they're hard. To, they're so hard to find. Yeah. I don't, I'd also want a Slick Watts, but again, hard to find. Yeah. Another beautiful bald man. What, what, what would be your all-time, like, jersey if you could get one? Like NBA? I don't care. That's really tough. The other one I've on like on the lookout for is like a uh, Seahawks um, Brian Bosworth, but very hard to find. 
I feel like I would want a Kareem jersey. Mm, which one? Wait, which which Kareem? Because there's a lot of Kareem. I don't ones. know. That's the thing. Um, I feel like you kind of have to choose between like like if you if you really want to, you go. Like, I want to be the Lakers or UCLA. It has to be. I I would probably do UCLA because I mean Still. him with the Lakers is pretty <gasps> fucking impressive. But he did win a championship with the Bucks. You know what would be the coolest part of if you got the UCLA one? Is what? it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a Kareem Abdul Jabbar, it would be Lou Alcindor. Ah, uh, yes. That's probably what it would end up being. I agree with that. that I could do dope. a Lou Alcindor one. Yeah. Um just because he's your... like he's my all time favorite. Mine, yeah. so. mine is a mine is specifically a twenty nineteen Le'Veon Bell jersey. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> well, I mean, that, no, that's fair. Like, I'm sorry, that's not fair. You, no, you can get. You can definitely David get. Answer. I love it. it. Really I is. fucking love it. <laughs> and you and you can definitely get a 2019 uh, Bell jersey. It'll probably be like green or something. Would be my guess. But no, no, you can get no, one. No. <laughs> what are, what are the colors? What? what are the colors of the Arizona Hotshots? Oh, that's green <laughs> and yellow. There you go. Oh, oh I love that. No, it, it that, really though. I, 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 think the one that I want the most, I actually already have, which is, uh, is the Mariota jersey I have from the year that he won mm. the Heisman that I bought that year. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it's, but like, if I had I to think of like what's another jersey that I can think of that I would want, like a Manchester United. David Beckham jersey would be pretty dope. Mm, um, there you go. Nice. Also, Cristiano Ronaldo free sex crime allegations. But now it's not <laughs> as cool. Yeah, now it's a little bit like you don't want to be <laughs> advertising. I feel you. Now they're just kind of like cr- crawling down into my shoulders, just going, he's a really good player. <laughs> it's okay. It's, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um. Nah. Respect. The only I don't own a whole lot of jerseys as it is. I have so many jerseys. I have a closet full yeah. of like niche jerseys. I have more like nameless, like shirt. Because it's also mm. hard as a girl. Like I mean, I dress generally fairly feminine, except for at sporting events, and so like jerseys are yeah. not exactly the most feminine cut um they haven't but have like yet you know they're doing better they're doing a much better job i will say like my rockies Mm. jerseys like the ones with like the patches or like commemorative ones or like really awesome cool ones are all men's sizes and as a result like i buy ones and they fit my waist but then like they don't button over my tits and it's like this is stupid Mm. I just want a really cool like throwback with a commemorative World Series patch, and now I look like a you know box. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you could buy, you, so I mean, yeah, they have they have like a lot of good fitted but... uh, female like athletic shirts, but not jersey specifically. Yeah. yeah, so I like I have more shirts mm-hmm. than I have jerseys, but like I have two Rockies mm-hmm. jerseys, I have a Curry jersey, I have an Avs Avalanche sweater, um, and I have a Broncos jersey. 
Um, I feel like baseball jerseys are a little bit easier to work but, with too because they're buttoned down a lot of the time, right? Yeah, so, like they're fine. Like I leave them open and it works and it's fine. But like, and football jerseys are getting better. But yeah, you know what? You know what? I'd, I'd also I'd really like um, not for any particular player in particular, but uh, an old school Arizona Coyotes uh, jersey back oh, in like that cool. with. With that '90s logo, I was talking about this on Twitter the other day. It's yeah. it's so dope. Yeah, I do love the Diamondbacks like um, early '90s mm. purple and teal. That's probably one of my favorite colors yeah. to ever exist. That's when Arizona, like as a whole, is just killing it on the looks. Yeah. And then they switched it up and was like, "What? Why?" <laughs> pretty. That's pretty much it. That's because so. we brought the car. We brought the Cardinals over, and then we're like, you know what? Let's, let's take make everything ideas. red. Yeah. Let's just ruin everything and make it not as fun. That's Great idea. Great. That's think... da, da, da. That's... <laughs> That's our intro oh. right there. Hello and welcome to the Completely Unprepared Podcast. My name is David. And I'm doing work. And I'm Jordan Michael Sarah. Nice. That, that was okay. I see where you went with that. I was just I'm gonna just say happy. what Jason. I'm just happy. Name. I'm just happy you know my name, my middle name. Jordan Michael Michael Jordan. That's how you are in my phone. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, and David is David. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, but I have. No, go for I it. have you as Kira the butterfly, and I don't remember why. And I, I have David. Yeah. I, no idea. And then I have David as uh, David the Wokest. <laughs> That's me. I like that. I have uh, everybody in my phone as their real life name. Um, Good job. Except for Tess, who is Bobby. What? Yeah, I don't know. B-A-B-I. For some some Siri did something and then Th- I that's, made it that. That's not what you said. You said Bobby. Yeah, B A B I. That that's baby at the very bit at the very least. That's Bobby baby. is B B B O B B Y. When I tell Siri, call Bobby. Siri calls her. It's like Bobby. You have her as Ricky Bobby in your phone. That's and then Siri reads it back out to me as calling Bobby information desk woman because there's a emoji right next to it. <laughs> so just FaceTimed her. That's accurate. She's definitely your uh, information desk woman. <laughs> For the record, uh, the information desk woman is the one who like has her hand to the side and looks like she's pushing up her hair. Mm. That's that's the one. But that's when, sexist. When Siri reads it out, it's information desk woman. Oh. Yep, I didn't make that up. Yeah, that seems pretty sexist. That just because she's doing up her hair, she's the information desk woman? Uh, I don't know how they came to the conclusion, but uh, I do know the statistics of employees in tech. and Offhand? uh, Yeah, it's about 80%, 20%. About? That doesn't sound like knowing it. If you work in HR for Apple, it's still... All right, I'll give it to you. I'm on to your tricks. 
I don't have any tricks. No tricks. Smiggle, no tricksy. No tricksy. I have as many tricks as TLC has scrubs. That is none. Oh. Thank you, Kira. Well, no, see, the thing, the thing is, though, like, in the song, they say they don't want no scrubs. Yeah. They which might have is a double negative, but they're aware that do they don't want, want any, no scrubs. which could imply that if they yeah. have one, it is by mistake or an extenuating circumstance. Yes. In which case, when my tricks come about, it is a mistake or an extenuating circumstance. In addition, it is technically a double negative because it is I do not As such, they are technically saying they do want scrubs, which has been a point of contention in my family for generations. <laughs> Nerds. Well, what is the and, what is the, uh, the the issue in your family? The discussion of having scrubs, or whether or not they wanted them, or the no, having of the double, scrubs. It's it's the double negative thing. Ah, double negatives. Um. I would like to shift this entire conversation to a very important tweet that came out a couple of hours ago yep. from Kirk Cousins. Ooh. I will read it. Um, it's very, very good. In 2010, I was mad at King James for leaving Cleveland. But I've been in Miami for a total of five minutes, and now I am totally understand. <laughs> what the fuck? Kirk Cousins. Now, keep in mind, Kirk. nobody's really mad at Kirk Cousins for leaving Washington. They kind of fucked him over. Yeah, but, like, I get it. Miami's dope. Yeah, but, like, why? I don't understand what the fascination with it being Kirk Cousins is. Other than... Because it's fun that Kirk Cousins says that. He's such a little adorable white dude. Yeah, and isn't he... Yeah, he's Michigan State boy. Right? He went to Michigan State with Le'Veon Bell, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 He also replied to his own tweet with the gif of Ron Burgundy doing the, boy, that escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see, and now usually I don't like people replying to their own tweet with something that has nothing to do with the actual content of their tweet, but that was well done. Well, it's like a general response to the all the responses. Yeah. So it works. Yeah. Rather than people be like, wow, that blew up quick. Check out my SoundCloud. It's like, <laughs> all right, fuck off. I'm not Kirk looking Cousins at Cousins doesn't have a SoundCloud. Kirk Cousins drives a van. Sorry. Uh, wow, that blew up quickly. Please donate to Children at Youth in Martha's Vineyard. Or Children <laughs> at Risk, I mean. <laughs> that, that is that's accurate. Have you, speaking of, have you seen... <laughs> have you seen um, Kirk Cousins' car? No, I, I have not. I'm sending you the picture now. And I actually know a... nothing about Kirk Cousins' background. I just know that he is uh, very rich. Yeah, well, he's going to be one of the ones that stays rich because he understands like there's no longevity to this, so he's very frugal, which is emphasized by the fact that he drives a oh gray 2000 GMC Savannah. Dude, what the fuck is wrong? I mean, like, I, wow. I get the, oh, I drive an old car because I want to save money. But, like, fine. Buy a Honda Civic. He's just, well, he's just driven the same car forever. Like, that's his grandma's car that he got when he was 15. Oh, he just hasn't bought a new car? 
Nope, he hasn't seen the need to. Of all people, I thought you would understand. <laughs> yeah, no, Jay, if I had an extra 20 grand, like I'd buy another car. I just wouldn't get rid of my truck. Just saying, of all people, I figured you would understand letting a dead car try and survive. I, 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 I do, but I don't have a van. I have a truck. That's not better. I think it is. How many people can your truck hold? Two? How many maybe people three? can my vans hold at once and make people think that I'm kidnapping people? I butchered that, but you get where I was going. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I think if if that thing is here's, on this, I promise I am not complicit to murder. No, no, no. The, 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 here, here's the solution. Kira, Tinder date shows up. Which are you more likely to go on a second date with? The one who shows up with a van Kirk or the cousins. one who shows up Kirk with a truck? Cousins. I don't care who's in the car. <laughs> the one who shows up with a van or the one who shows up with a truck? Is it a really, really shitty truck? Yes. It is. An, it is they're both yes. 1990s vehicles. It's a very that shitty That does truck. not, I mean, you can have a really nice it. 1990s like Dodge Ram that still runs really well. They're both 1990s vehicles. I'm speaking objectively here. It is a shitty truck. Fine. A shitty truck and a dentless van. Note, last time I got into said truck, the first thing you said was, oh, thank God it started. (laughs) I had just had a couple of bad days with it, okay? (laughs) You've had a lot of bad days with it. Well, I had just recently... (laughs) had some bad days with it like like i actually picked it up from the shop probably like two hours before i picked you up and then we got back to your place and your girlfriend said oh thank god it started (laughs) for and, and also for the record it never didn't start on me it just tried not to i convinced it Point is, Kirk Cousins' van starts. You don't know that. I assume that he's probably got the best mechanics working on his car. So, Kira, the van or the truck? <laughs> I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins. Damn. Hey! For See? no other reason, honestly. If I mean, yeah, that makes fucking millions of dollars. Okay. So if, exactly. if Kirk Cousins exactly. showed, no, 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 no. I, no, no. I, I got no. Okay, okay, okay. Kids, kids, calm down, calm down. David, but here's first. the point. Okay. Kirk Cousins shows up in a van versus Kirk Cousins shows up in a truck. Both 1990s, but the truck is a banged up. And the t- van is dentless. Which do you rather? Where are we in the United States and what time of year is it? Minnesota. And it's February Early 18th. spring. Does this truck, despite being banged up, have a really good heater? Yes. <laughs> Does it have a solid radio? No. Kind of. No, I, I don't care at this point. Honestly, I, See, I would but probably that, go that, that's exactly 
That is exactly the thing. That's exactly Jay's somebody, point. Some, Fuck. <laughs> somebody buys a very beautiful, wonderful, nice car because they're ugly and uninteresting. Sorry if you have a very nice car. But somebody like her cousins realizes, I'm an NFL superstar. I don't need a car to show off. I can show up in a fucking van and still get anybody I want. Except for the Redskins. Who wants the Redskins? Fair enough. Oh, yeah. I really want to play with Vernon Davis in his twilight <laughs> years. Is that nobody ever? Okay. Peaked Vernon Davis. Sure. Who's our Best running back? Oh, Darius Geist tore his ACL, so you get Rob Kelly. Sweet. Well, to be fair, they also got uh, – now they got Adrian Peterson. Ah, that's right. That's right. I forgot they signed him. Last <laughs> yeah. Year. But again, twilight years. I know he did well, but I want Minnesota Vikings, Adrian Peterson. Not. I'm taking my chances with Stefan Diggs is all I'm saying. You just hand off to him? Yeah. Yeah. It, apparently it works when you just hand it to Cordell Patterson. So just hand it to <laughs> wide receivers from the Vikings. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, that what a what a shift that guy has had in his career. Yeah, seriously, he became he went from like return specialist to an actual wide receiver to a running back. Yep. To to Super Bowl champion. Yeah. Still, my favorite Cordero Patterson moment though was when the Seahawks were beating him thirty-five to nothing. He returned a touchdown, or he returned a punt or kick or something late in the fourth. And he's like dancing and celebrating in the end zone. It's like, dude, have some awareness. <laughs> it's now thirty-five to six. I guess you know you're celebrating that it's not a shutout, but this is not the time to like be turning up. <laughs> you should be like, awesome, great. Now let's go back and. Uh, Take this L. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm looking. I'm, 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 I, I remember that story when it happened. It's like have a little more presence of mind. I'm trying to look up who their actual roster was to see if he was actually on the 53 man roster, but for some fucking reason, Patriots.com made it into a goddamn slideshow like their fucking BuzzFeed. Fucking pricks. Um, you can try putting it into D slided. To what? Yeah. So, oh, dslide.clusterfake. There you go. dslide.clusterfake.net. I, I might have just um, found it. Hold on. Yeah, no, I, I found it anyways. So sometimes you can put in slideshow URLs there and it'll turn it into just a static HTML page. There's uh, the NCAA website. Another spot where NCAA did better than the NFL. There's a couple of them. Um, they they arranged all of the players by team to show where they went to college. Mm-hmm. So that's the list that I've got. And uh, we were talking about Cordero Patterson, and yes, he was on the roster. Went to Tennessee. Hmm. <clears throat> oh, that's right. Danny Shelton went to Washington. That's right in that name from, other than the NFL. That is true. Now I'm looking at the list here. Um, only one, two, three, three Oregon players. 
What about him? Three Oregon players and the Oregon NFL players in the no in the in the that Super Bowl. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I thought it was higher than that. So the Rams had Johnny Munt, the tight end. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait. They Tra- also they also no, no 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 no. Sorry. I wanted to say that. I didn't realize what you were doing until I said it. Yes, they had Troy Hill, who they signed like a year ago, uh, and then. Of course, the t- fucking Patriots had um, Patrick Chung, who got yep. injured. Yep, that's the other one. I know. Apologies. I like, I like, I like you, flexing my Oregon knowledge. It's can fun. you name all the Oregon State players? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I know that? Who cares? <laughs> can I tell you? Oh, my God. There's one on here that you're going to be like, what the fuck? Uh, is maybe maybe let me get let me take a couple guesses I guess. So there's uh, first Ryan, off there's none Ryan on the Null? Patriots none on the Patriots okay. There's only okay. there's some on the the Rams though. Um, is Ryan Nall there? Um no. Uh, um. Uh, wait, Nall has a K in it, right? No, it's N A N A L L. Okay, still no. Like n- no, okay. Um, there results. Chad Ochocinco is not there. I know, right? I used to make so many null reference jokes. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Chad Ojasinko is not on this team. Yeah, no. Yeah. Those, those are the two. Uh... Several oh, years past you. What, what about Sean Mannion? Was he, is he on the Rams? I bet, I'm surprised that you got that one. Yes. Sean Mannion was good, dude. Like, No, no. I, he, I, got over... he was good in college, but like, there have been plenty of good college quarterbacks that didn't translate. Yeah. I know he's been kind of getting passed around, but I, I like him in the NFL. I think he's a good backup. Anyway. Sorry. Yep, he is Go on ahead. the roster. So that's one, and I'll tell you, it's it's one of three. Okay, that's all I got. Those are all the Oregon State players I know ever. Uh, okay, I think wide receiver. Uh, oh, it wasn't uh, – yeah, fucking – I can't remember his name offhand. The little dude who's yep. quick as shit. Brandon Cooks. Uh, Brandon Cooks, thank you. And then the other one is Johnny Hecker, their punter. Oh, was he a, he was a beaver? Yep. Hmm. Good for him. <clears throat> That's actually pretty impressive. They had some pretty good players there. Which is funny because, like, you know, Oregon State's pretty bad at football, but they get some good guys out there. Yep, yep. But, they're, but they're then getting... again, that was, that was Washington, too, for the longest time. Like, they were putting out – I think one year they had, like, five first-rounders or something ridiculous. Oh, no, they had – Two first rounders and then five guys drafted overall, I think, and they were a middle of the pack at best team. Hmm. That was the year that Holy um, Kikaha was drafted, and uh, God, who's the Rams player from Washington? The cornerback. Oh, uh, fuck. With uh, an attitude, Marcus Peters. Yeah, Marcus Peters. Like they put out so many good, so much good talent back then, and just weren't good, which was the same as their basketball team under Lonzo Romar. Oh, Lonzo Romar! <laughs> which he's in a perfect spot now because he's a recruiter for Arizona, and it's like that was his bread and butter. He was such a good recruiter, and then a terrible coach. All right, so here's. Like, 
Here's here's a trivia question for the two of you. Between the two rosters, the Rams and the Patriots, which team had more players present, or which college had more players present in the Super Bowl? LSU. No, 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 no. I'm giving you two to pick from. Oh, it's one of them LSU? No. (laughs) (laughs) I would also like to pick LSU now. (laughs) No. (laughs) Arizona or Arizona State? Arizona State. Um, Let me think about it for a second. Because obviously you got Gronk from Arizona. Fuck it, I'll take Arizona. I don't know. That's the big. That's the glaring one to me. Trip question. Neither. You both got one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I can't think of anyone else from there, but um, yeah. Gronk. So, so Gronkowski is Arizona's, and Lawrence Guy is Arizona State's. Oh, law guy. Law guy. <laughs> Look at that. Law I find guy it. Offen- there. Yeah, I find it really offensive that he didn't go into. Pre-law at Arizona State. Definitely should have been the law guy. Yeah. Those those like, commercials write themselves. Yeah, like, if you have a name like that, you kind of have to do it. Like, D-Liner from Alabama, who obviously was a D-Liner as a result, you got to take those names seriously. Yeah. I'm now looking up Lawrence Guy to see what his major was. <clears throat> Watch it be a law degree. Like oh, no. Early asking. years. As a child, Guy was placed into special education classes as he had been diagnosed with ADHD, dyslexia, and dyscalculia. Yeah, that's where you can, that's where you, uh, numbers get mixed up in your head, too. Okay. It's like probably, dyslexia with numbers. Probably can still be a lawyer, though. Yeah. Can we talk about the All-Star game, though? I'm about it. I didn't get to watch any of it. I was drunk in Vegas. That sounds sound like the terrible. perfect time to watch. Yeah. Yeah, if I was drunk in Vegas, there's like a 95% chance that I'm going to be somewhere where I can put money on sporting events. Mm-hmm. I will say I didn't win anything. It's actually the only reason I want to mm. go to Vegas. Oh, you haven't had luck like I have lately then. I've been killing it in sports betting. For instance, this weekend... Daytona 500. I had Bubba Wallace, <laughs> who crashed right away. I took, I took the over in people dying. Yeah, that's right. Well, no, you you weren't. People didn't die. Yeah, the over the over under was minus one. Oh, but what? <laughs> that's... They thought somebody was going to come back to life. No one did. Hmm. They should probably make that bet in April. Jesus joke. Oh, yeah, that took some thinking, but I, you know, there's some Christians listening like, I fucking got that one right away, that's hilarious. (laughs) Shouts out to us. Woo! (laughs) Um, We're throwing something for everybody here. But no, no, I had had Bubba Wallace who crashed like right away. I had Mike McDowell who got fifth, and I had Denny Hamlin who won. So I made money on Mm. that race, and I got really close to winning a ton of money because if Mike McDowell would have won... Excuse I me, sorry. I would have taken my money. There's a guy named Denny Ham. Denny Hamlin. Is he at all sponsored by Denny's who has a meal called Moons Over My Hammy? No. <laughs> Do you understand? Should... Yeah. That's an easy, the easiest fucking... 
Denny's moon over my ham Hamlin Ham Hamilton. What was his name? Hamlin, H A M L. Hamlin, moons over my Hamlin from Denny's. That that advertising sells itself. Come on, there's there's Come a lot on, of people. There's a lot of funny named uh, NASCAR racers. No, Denny Hamlin Ketchup. is sponsored by FedEx. Oh, that's not funny. No, it's not. I mean, like the idea is like, look, he's fast. <laughs> so are we. Yeah. But you know. Yeah, but that's FedEx. that's that's great until that's great until he gets into an accident on there, and you're like, yeah. oh, we don't want to. Yeah, don't worry we'll still deliver your packages yeah although after uh i I did work for ups for like a winter once and uh i from what i can gather fedex is very reckless in driving so that is accurate (laughs) they don't give a fuck about your package no no so if if you want something delivered uh beaten to shit FedEx is the way to go. They should sponsor boxers because that's more accurate. <laughs> DHL is the UFC sponsor. <laughs> How do you know that? No, no. Oh, not. hey, it's Kirk Cousins. Oh, I thought that was actually. No. Oh, hey, no, it's I'm Kirk Cousins. Be. Wait, where's Kirk Cousins? In the picture in the group chat. Is he? I didn't have the group chat open. Oh. It, no, it's him what? in his cool in his cool van. Oh oh the van, yes. Oh, so you're just seeing the van that we were talking about. The savannah. That no, can no, seat no. up to ten people, I might add. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so can my truck if you all lay down in the bed. Okay. Your seat your truck can seat ten Mexicans. There's a difference. That sounds like my truck has a better chance for profitability. Well, his can feet 10 people plus packaging. Mm. I don't want him plus, delivering packages. His has Kirk Cousins in it, so that makes it liable better. to get intercepted. He didn't throw that many interceptions, did he? Yeah, he, he's he's one of those guys who just throws like four in a game. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well. Career, one hundred twenty nine touchdowns, sixty five interceptions. Did y'all see that fucking dunk pass from Steph Curry? Yeah, it's pretty dope. Slams it on the ground as hard as he can. Giannis goes up, picks it. <gasps> Boom! Drops it in. Yeah, it was pretty dope. Twas dope. And KD got the MVP. Did you guys uh, watch FA oh. Cup today? No. Okay, we'll move no. on. Manchester United won. Paco played okay, great. Good. Congratulations. Solskjaer should probably get the job as the manager, and we can speak. Continue on. Speak. Speaking of Oregon and Oregon State, because we've been we've been riding that slant pretty hard. Um, there has been a huge matchup twice in the past week between Oregon and Oregon State in women's basketball, and it's been dope. I have not seen it. The first one was won by the Ducks fairly handily, 77-68. It was on Friday. However, tonight, 
uh, Oregon State won 67-62. Both of them, um, well, when they met on Friday, they are both top 10 teams. It was number two versus number nine. Today it was number two versus number 12. Both of those teams are playing out of their minds. It's been really fun to watch. Uh, I don't know if y'all watch women's basketball, especially at the collegiate level, but it is so much fun. I do not. Then you're a sexist piece of shit, and I hope you die. Walked into that one. Boom, roasted. (laughs) (laughs) That was like um, when Katie, uh, or when Steph Curry slammed the ball into the ground. You just set that up for me. Yep. And I just went in full Giannis. Oh, I, I knew it was coming. Yeah. I, I, for the record, I don't <laughs> think David is a sexist piece of shit uh, for anyone listening. No, but, no. You know. He knows it. No, just kidding. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, I call you David the wokest for a reason. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, it's been a great matchup. Both teams are looking solid. Uh in general, women's basketball this this season has been fantastic. The parity has been incredible. Uh, there's been some huge plays by some top teams. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. It's been great. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Shouts out to KEL. This is her week. I don't know. The oh. track, even if he most likely won't because it's too early question mark what um i think so but also no well i think we can actually cap it there we kind of got through everything and i uh no i want to hang out more i didn't get to talk to you guys how's your life how are the kids think about Kyler Murray going to baseball and going to football? You know how I feel. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go! (laughs) Let's go! See, this is why it's important. Kyler Murray is exactly one quarter Korean. If we get him starting anywhere in the NFL, we finally have an Asian starting quarterback. (laughs) This is huge for my people. I, we're all cheering for it. I, every one of us. He's the long lost Kuya who was. We got some out there. We got some Asians out there, even if they're not very obvious. Heinz Ward, part Filipino, just saying. Doug Baldwin, but Kyler Murray, if he's if he if he's put at the helm, that's huge. So Marcus Mariota is a Hawaiian. No, he's uh, Polynesian. He's an Asian Pacific Islander. Asian Pacific exactly. Islander. I think he's a blend of Samoan and Tongan. Okay. Just guessing by looking at him. It's a subtle difference. <laughs> Very I, subtle. I, I, I guess it. It's like, is it a square mm. or a rectangle? Kind of, yeah. Because aren't Hawaiians still Pacific Islanders? Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about him being Asian. 
It's like yeah. No, no, no. It's like how a square. It's how a rectangle. Yeah. A square is a rectangle, but a rectangle isn't a square. Yeah. Um, I said Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii, Hawaii, Hawaii. Said Pacific Islander. Because then I would have been yeah, wrong. No, Nobody, just in general, nobody's Hawaiian. Uh, even the people who are Hawaiian are like a small fraction Hawaiian. It's like when you meet somebody who says they're Cherokee. They're not Cherokee, Cherokee. They're like, right. you know, my one of their great ancestors did something illegal to a Cherokee and then they were made. Yeah, my dad's family calls themselves Hawaiian, but they're Puerto Rican. Yeah. So most of, like, even, so like the... Kamehameha schools uh, have are exclusively catered to people of Hawaiian descent. You have to have a certain percentage of Hawaiian to get in. Uh, when I first was living in Hawaii, it was one eighth, and then they changed it to like one sixteenth because they just couldn't get the numbers they had. And like even the people I knew that went there were Jimmy Gallagher and Tiana Hale. So yeah, and they didn't look. Trust. They looked like Gallagher and Hale. They didn't look like. <laughs> they looked like Gallagher with the yeah. sledgematic. Yes, yes. You want a picture? I will prove it. 